my friends to the Be Right to Hate podcast. I am your host, Will Kavolksworld.com, and I am so incredibly grateful that you have taken the time to join me for another great episode. Here at the D-Rate to Hate podcast, we're all about bettering the world one attitude at a time. You know, we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. It starts with each of us as an individual. So what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? Making your life a better life starts with individual accountability. How we act, how we react, no matter what happens to us, how we react to it makes the difference. Friends, one of the great things about a bad attitude is we as individuals have the power to change it. One great way to do that, share the D-Rate the Hate podcast. Share it with your network of friends. Get them to share it. Subscribe. Leave us ratings and feedback. Always greatly appreciated. And with that, let's go. My guest this week is Heather Hakes. Heather is a mindset coach, speaker, and author of the book Take the Leap. She has been featured on numerous podcasts and been published in Authority Magazine, Thrive Global, Boys Denver, and Women Who Empower and Inspire. Heather has reached tens of thousands through her international podcast, Mind Over Matter. From an early childhood, Heather understood the importance of gratitude and was journaling on it from age 8. Around the age of 15, Heather became fascinated with psychology and human potential and has been into personal development ever since. She considers herself a bit of a rebel, not wanting to follow the crowds. In 2017, Heather took a huge leap of faith and followed an intuitive nudge. She waved goodbye to the corporate world knowing there had to be a better reality. She just couldn't fathom dreading Monday and cheering on Friday for the rest of her life. Heather now specializes in helping others get out of their own way by awakening the infinite potential to create the ideal life. She is a graduate of the Tony Robbins Mastery University and Gabby Bernstein's Spiritual Junkie Masterclass. In this episode, Heather and I discuss gratitude, self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and so much more. You don't want to miss it. Here we go. All right, Heather Hakes, thank you for joining the D-Rate They Hate podcast. I, uh, I'm so excited to talk to you. You've got, uh, you've got the Mind Over Matter podcast, and you're a mindset coach, and, and I, I've seen a lot of the work that you've done just talking about positivity and happiness, and with me being the person that's always trying to better the world one attitude at a time, I thought, i got to get Heather on the podcast. So welcome to the D-Rate They Hate podcast. And uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about how you started being a mindset coach? Yes. Well, I love that. Thank you so much for having me. And I love your tagline, bettering the world one attitude at a time. That's phenomenal. Uh, To give a brief background on how I got into doing what I'm doing, honestly, I've always been fascinated by psychology and human potential. Um, I grew up, I remember in elementary school watching Oprah and Dr. Phil. I started a gratitude practice literally when I was eight years old, writing in my journal every day, things I was grateful for. And then I really started reading the self-help personal development books in my early teens. But you know, that's also a hard time because you want to fit in. You don't want to be weird and you don't want to be different. And so I did the thing we're conditioned to do. I went to college. I got a degree. I worked in corporate for 10 years. And then I just woke up one day and I was miserable. I was tired of going through life's motions, cheering on Friday, dreading Monday, week in and week out. And 
I just decided there had to be another way. So I took a leap of faith, quit my job in 2017, got to travel the world for about two and a half years. And all of life experiences led me to writing my book, starting the podcast and getting into coaching. Sweet. I I think a lot of people find themselves in that dreading Mondays, waking up on Mondays to go do a job that people just aren't into. And then they live the whole week for Friday just to have that two days that uh, probably end up going too fast and you don't get nearly everything done that you want to do. So talk to me, Heather, about, about passion. What do you tell people who are in that boat who they want to live a life of passion, a, a life doing something that they love to do as opposed to dreading Mondays and, and chasing all week for Friday and hoping that the weekend lives up to their expectations? Here's the thing. I'm not hating on nine to fives. Nine to fives work great for many people. But I am specifically talking to those people that are literally going through life's motions. And what I am here to preach and literally shine a light on, shout from the rooftops that you are meant to be doing so much more if you choose. And so as an example, I have a girlfriend from high school currently going through this. She's been a teacher since, well, she got out of college. So what is that, like 15 years at least? She's been in teaching in the K through 12, but she, She has four children and she's at the point that, you know, she's stressed to the max. I think a lot of teachers can feel this stressed to the max. I don't think they're paid what they should be. And part of her is like, I want to live life on my terms. I want to create a schedule on what I want to do. And she literally gave her notice this week that she is not signing on for next school year. She's following her intuitive nudges that she's meant to be doing something else. Of course, there's fear. There is fear in the unknown. But you have to decide, is it scarier to go towards something new and exciting that could be even bigger and better? Or is it scarier to be stuck in this monotonous routine we call life until one day I can retire and, you know, then enjoy it? So what I would offer people is number one, I remember my first coach used to share this with me because a lot of people are sitting in the space. They don't even know what they want in life. So number one, I would offer be childlike. That's what my coach used to tell me. My very first coach, be more childlike. And as an example, go back to your earlier days when you played, you know, imagination or I grew up and my dad built me a playhouse for my seventh birthday. I used to play on the, we had chalkboards back then. I used to play on the chalkboard and I would torture my brother and my cousins. I was always the teacher. I loved teaching. I loved being in front of people. And guess what? I am now in a teaching aspect, doing what I love via podcasting and YouTube and coaching. So my point is something that I loved from childhood is now what I'm doing as an adult and I'm making money doing it and I'm living life on my terms. That is awesome. And I I think a lot of people would love that life, Heather, and, and, and a lot of people think about that life. But I think a lot of people encounter what you've talked about a a number of different times on your podcast and that's self-doubt. They just, they don't know if they've got it in them to to be that entrepreneur 
or have that drive or or if they even have enough creativity or or whatever so heather talk to me about how you talk to people about self-doubt how do you conquer that demon oh my gosh where do we begin number one i just wrote this down um We'll talk about self-doubt in a moment, but as an example, number one, I would find evidence of somebody else doing something you want. So as an example, there are very successful people running Etsy stores, um, have Amazon stores, um, do, uh, you know, paint and they love what they do. There, there isn't one way. Look, there's almost 8 billion people in this world. There is not one way to live life. So number one, find evidence, somebody else doing something that really excites you or brings you joy. Whatever that thing is that, I think I read this today as a quote, whatever gives you sunshine from the inside out, follow that. Okay, so now let's talk about self-doubt. Self-doubt, hell yes, self-doubt. I feel like is the number one dream killer and self-doubt can also be talked about in imposter syndrome. I have experienced that, you know, who am I to be doing this? I don't have enough experience or uh, we talk ourselves out of things instead of talking ourselves into things. And here's what I want to offer people. Everybody experiences self-doubt. It's a human trait. It's a human experience. And so what I want to offer you is I find ways to, you got to build confidence. So figure out for you in your current situation, in your current space, what could you do to build more confidence? And so I, because I'm big on mindset, it's everything for me about building the mindset muscle. I love physical challenges because in the physical challenges, I've run a marathon. I literally just did David Goggins four by four by 48, which is very simple. Well, it's not wow. simple, but easily stated. <laughs> nothing about David Goggins. Yeah. Simple. <laughs> but, so this David Goggins challenge, you run four miles every four hours for a 48 hour period. You run 48 miles. And I just want to offer anybody who wants to do it, you can do it because you could even walk four miles which would take just over an hour every four hours. You could do this. Sure, sure. The reason I did the challenge is because I like putting mindset into play. And I, I mean, there were legs of that rate challenge that I was in the negative mindset. This is too hard. I'm tired. I'm in pain. I can't do this. And so when I'm out there doing physical challenges, it is my opportunity to build my mindset muscle. That's when I use affirmations. I'm in the space. I'm really present. I'm talking myself into it. I, I, and even out loud, I was like, I am strong. I'm finisher. I can do this. And so for me doing those physical feats builds confidence for somebody else. It might be just sending that first email. It might be, if you really want to write a book, write a paragraph, you know, like you got to start somewhere. But my whole thing is stop talking about it and start doing something. No doubt. That is one of the hardest things is is getting started. And I think a lot of people, I mean, I don't care. You're right. Whether it's starting a business or weight loss or, uh, or some kind of exercise program or, or, or just, just beginning a life of passion. A lot of times that hardest thing is getting started. 
And it's so important. I think what you said there is so important. It just getting started is, is, is half the battle. And you're right. People, people are prone to, and I think it's, I think it's human nature. People talk themselves, just what you said, they talk themselves out of doing something versus talking themselves into doing something. Such an important point, Heather, because people's doubt, people's doubt is their biggest enemy. It's not the world around them. It's the world inside their brain. A hundred percent. Yes. Your biggest obstacle and your biggest challenge is between your ears. And that is your mind. That is your self-talk. That is what's going on internally. And something I talk about that many teachers share is as an example, your conscious mind, because I'm big on mindset, I got to go here. Mm -hmm. Your conscious mind is only 5% of the picture. So if you have a conscious desire of you want to start this new gig or, you know, you want to write a book, you want to start a podcast, you want to start a business, you, you want to get promoted at work. You have this conscious desire of wanting something. That's 5%. That's where our desires, our wishes, our hopes, our dreams are in the conscious mind. But if you don't understand the 95% of your subconscious programming Anytime you come up against a struggle, anytime you come up against resistance, let's talk about money. I think that's the biggest one anyone can relate to. If you are struggling with money, it's your subconscious programming that you have to work hard to earn money, that money is bad, all these stories we grew up around. So you have to realize that no fault to anyone. But from birth up until age seven, you're literally a sponge. You are taking in no filter what you hear from your parents, your community, your culture, your environment. And and we just take it as fact. So if the money story in your home growing up was lack and scarcity, but you have this desire for abundance and to live a lavish lifestyle, that's a big disconnect. And so what I would offer is one, you have to become aware of those thoughts on repeat. And then two, look at them and just acknowledge them and ask, is that true? Is that true? I like it. Is that true? Coming from, uh, from a life, I, I mean, I grew up in poverty and, and, and uh, I talk about it all the time. I'm very open about that. And, and uh, I, I knew that that was never going to be the way that I was going to live one way or another. I, I was not going to live uh, that way. And, and, you know, and I'm not here to rip on my parents or rip on anybody, but it, it, it was a generational thing yes. in, in our family. And, and it, it took a different mindset, a different way to do things, a different way to think about things to break that cycle. And I think, I think what you say there is so important that people's subconscious mind, uh, because I talk a lot on the podcast and, and I, I don't know if you listened to my episode about the reticular activating system mm. and how we are only able to focus on so many things on any given time or at any given time. I mean, you know, two to five things. And if we focus on those things, they will manifest themselves in our life in everything that we do. If we do, if we believe we're a victim, we will seek out points of affirmation constantly to reinforce the fact that we're a victim. If we believe that we cannot get ahead in life, Heather, we will manifest that self or we will manifest that in our lives, in everything that we do, because we will not want to be wrong. Our brain will automatically go to that point of affirmation and find things to keep us where we are. 
Preach. You got that. And actually, so every day on Instagram, when I walk into the gym, I share some sort of affirmation or something on my Instagram story. And today's was exactly that. If you're focused on problems in your life, you're going to continue getting more problems because wherever your focus goes, energy flows. So if here's the thing, manifesting is a quote, new agey term, but it's not, it's just, it's just a fact of life. And we are all manifesting every single day. And so what I talk about is, you know, you can be a conscious creator of your life, living life by design, or you can live life by default. And that's our programming. That's when we go on autopilot and unconscious and going through life's motions, but you get to choose that's your free will. That's absolutely right. I, I, the, the important part of this is we are the sole contributor to how our life goes. Well, I mean, well, not the sole contributor, but the primary contributor to how our life goes. We cannot control what happens in our life, but we can control how we react to it. And that's more important in every stage of life than what is actually happening, how we react to it the mindset that we go into every situation with and how we react to what happens as opposed to allowing that to control our lives. I think that's such an important point. So I would agree that the only thing we can control is ourself. But I, what I would challenge you on there, you said something about, you know, we can't control what happens in our life. I guess I would disagree only because I truly believe, and there's so much scientific background, especially quantum physics, that the mind is the cause of every effect in our life. And so, you know, I believe one plus one is always two. So how could we sometimes be responsible, but not all the time be responsible? I think it's a valid point. I I, I do think, yeah, like I said, I, I think we are the primary contributors to everything that happens in our lives. And how we get there is, you know, is, I think you make a very, very important point. (laughs) Here's what I love. And I honestly, I need to look this up because I don't know who um, is the author of this quote, but I love this idea and the saying that we are the author, the director, the writer, and the producer of our movie. And if you realize that we're, Oh, we're also the actor. I don't think I added that one. If you realize that we're writing the script, we're playing it out, we're directing the moves. If you don't like the scene you're in, write a new script. I like it. Yeah, I like it. That's definitely good advice right there. I I mean, and that's really, you know, one of the big things for my life, because obviously uh, I've talked about it several times on the podcast and in public settings all over and people that have known me from my past. Know that I used to be a very miserable person. I, I was miserable. I spent a large portion of my life miserable. I'm not even sure how I ever had friends in, at certain points in my life. And, and maybe I didn't. I don't know. But it, I'm a very different person now. And the reason I'm a very different person now is because I decided it was me yeah. that had to decide that I was not going to be that person anymore. I was not going to be miserable. I was not going to be unhappy. I was not going to be ungrateful. And and I think a lot of that's, you know, I think a lot of that starts, Heather, with gratitude. You talked about the gratitude and, and gratitude journaling when you were very young. One of the first guests that I ever had on the D-Rate Day podcast was uh, Denise Albright. And, and she's got a, a very cool 
these these bright color for journals for you know little kids little girls and and does a lot of journaling uh, with with regard to to gratitude and, and I know there's a lot of them out there now that that do it and I think it's so important however any person can come to a life and mentality of gratitude you have to do it because I, I think happiness and gratitude go hand in hand you cannot be a happy person without being a grateful person and, and too many people do not understand that there is we're surrounded by things every single day no matter what your life is like there's always something to be grateful for well, I love what you touched on there. And first of all, huge props to you that you were you have turned your life around because that that had to have been hard work because you had habits, you had beliefs, you had been this identity, this person. And so to do a 180, I mean, that takes work. That is a process. It is a journey. So good for you. But you're right. And I've learned to, I find gratitude in the smallest of things. Here's an example. So a couple of days ago at the gym, I walk into the locker room to put my bag in the locker and I find a penny on the ground and I love finding money on the ground. It's like one of my favorite things. And so I picked the penny up and I was like, and I expressed gratitude. And then what I said is I got paid to work out today. Nice. So it's those little things. And then even today I sold something on marketplace and I had gratitude that yay for this person getting a hell of a deal. And I got money too. And so it's just, yes, there is something to be grateful for everywhere. Even if it's in traffic and somebody let you in, express gratitude. Thank you. Wave, wave hello. You know, here's the thing. We're energetic beings living in an energetic universe. And when you are vibing from gratitude, from joy, from happiness, when that is the energy you're putting out via your thoughts and your feelings, you literally are going to attract the same thing back to you. So I guess I would offer if anybody's sitting there go, oh gosh, I'm really not that grateful. Okay, well, just start. Start today. List one thing you're grateful for. I do every night before bed when I'm in bed before I fall asleep. I think of five things from that day for which I'm grateful. So I go to bed. That is the last thing that I think about. And it's true. When you find something to be grateful for, then it kind of snowballs. And then you think of more to be grateful for. And then all of a sudden you're just you're emanating different energy and you're going to have different experiences. Yeah, I totally agree. I, yeah. I mean, one of the things that we, we, you know, tell our son every day at the dinner table or ask our son at the dinner table every day is what was, you know, what was your favorite part of the day? What were you grateful for? What are you grateful Mm. for today? You know, it's something that we want to instill in, in him each day. Uh, And then, you know, my, my daughter too, obviously she's, she's a, she's too young yet at this point to, um, grasp the concept yet, but but it's something that will be a very big part of uh, of her upbringing too. Because I agree, I think that gratitude is the is the primary uh, ingredient to happiness. It is the primary ingredient to 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 life's fulfillment. Is the primary ingredient to a, to a positive mindset. Because I don't yeah. think you can have any of that uh, without gratitude. It's it's the bedrock. It's it's what yeah. what makes it happen. Yep. I used to, when I worked in corporate on my whiteboard in my office, I said, have an attitude of gratitude. That was on the top of my whiteboard. Yep. I've actually got an attitude. (laughs) I've actually got an episode of the podcast. This is attitude of gratitude and personal accountability challenge because I I, I really think, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that I, I I talk about constantly. And and literally one of the things that turned things around for me 
was that attitude of gratitude and personal accountability. So it ties into to what you're talking about, Heather, with, with yeah. the mindset and everything very closely. You know, we are accountable for our lives. We are accountable for what happens in our lives. It is gratitude that will get us there. Gratitude and personal accountability will make the difference in every situation uh, as to whether that situation is going to go good for you or not go good for you. Agreed. <laughs> so, Heather, tell me uh, a little bit more. Tell the tell specifically or more specifically. Tell the DTH listeners what they can find at heatherhakes.com, what kind of things you offer. Talk a little bit about your um, uh, Mind Over Matter podcast and, uh, and, and how the DTH listeners can get a hold of you, get, uh, get to be part of the Heather Hakes community. Or So the best place to start is my website, which is simply heatherhakes.com. And on my website, I, there's tons of resources. There's links to my podcast, which is Mind Over Matter. So I drop two episodes every week. Um, I've been doing it for like almost four and a half years. So nice. I think I think today tomorrow's is episode 419. But anyway, so I release two episodes a week. I love that. I bring on other guests just as you're doing to share these perspectives, the importance of mindset, perseverance, and and manifesting. And we're supposed to be having fun. So that's the podcast. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel that I drop videos almost daily. Wow. And um, to work with me one-on-one, I do offer one-on-one coaching as well as I have created a self-study course. And the big thing that I teach people and, and my clients a process and journey is how to become mindful and intentional and step into, you know, take your power back and be that conscious creator so you can have the health you want the money you want, the travel, the leisure, the the home, the relationships, whatever it is, you can have all of it. It's important. It's important lessons. I think anybody, again, my, you know, we talked about, you know, my tagline, bettering the world one attitude at a time. It's really important. Some people are able to do it on their own, but most people are not. Most people, it requires a coach. Most people, it requires, if if nothing else, some kind of accountability buddy, somebody that you can look to to say, "Am I going on the? Am I on the right path?" Or, or somebody, you know, when you're getting down, somebody that you can look to and and you know maybe virtually knock on their door and say, "Hey, you know, I've got something on my mind. I'm I'm I know I'm going down the wrong path. How do I get back on track?" And and Heather, it sounds like you are that kind of person. You are the one that's going to help people walk the walk the path and, and keep them in that right mindset to, uh, I agree. And, you know, I've invested in coaches over the years for myself because you're right. If what is the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So when you have that accountability, when you have new perspectives, when you are taught new tools and frameworks and techniques on how to think different and be different and do things differently, your life hundred percent is going to shift. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and I don't know who said it first, Heather, but the thing that I always go back to is if you want something that you've never had, you've got to do something that you've never done. Yep. And, and sometimes it is reaching out to a coach and uh, helping somebody with that mindset. And, and uh, I would encourage everybody to, at the very least, you know, check out heatherhakes.com, check out the podcast and, and 
there sometimes just a, a quick little quick shot, 10 minutes of, of just unbelievable positivity and just inspiration. So Heather Hakes, thank you so much for joining me on the D-Rate the Hate podcast. It's certainly been a pleasure. I know I'm more inspired than when I started. I thank you very much for uh, for joining me. And any uh, any last words of wisdom to leave the DTA's listeners with, Heather? I just thank you so much for having me on. And I would just offer anybody listening, no matter what, I love this saying and this quote, if you're tired, rest, but never quit. Keep going. That is right, my friends. Never give up. Such an inspirational conversation with Heather Hakes. Head on over to our show notes. You can get the link to Heather's page there. And uh, be sure to check out her podcast as well, the Mind Over Matter podcast. Some great content there, tons of value. And uh, sometimes it just takes the right mindset, Coach. The right paradigm shift can make all the difference. Friends, I just want to say again how very, very grateful that I am that you took the time to join me for another D-Rate the Hate podcast episode. Please, Share us with your friends. Share us with your network. If you haven't done so already, subscribe and talk your friends into doing the same. Feedback and ratings, wherever you get your audio, always greatly appreciated. And with that, I will just say get out there. Be kind to one another. Be grateful for everything that you've got. And remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. Friends, if there was anything in this episode that provided exceptional value to you, I would love to hear about it. Email me, wilk at wilksworld.com, or hit me up on most social media platforms. With that, I am going to back on out of here, and we will catch you next week. Take care.